Well, I'm excited about the guest that we have this morning. I was going through her bio, and I want to share it with you. Her name is Lynn D. Eldridge. She also goes by Whoopi. She is the chief happiness officer and founder of Happiness Jungle LLC and the creator and founder of Cuddle Me Love LLC, the Cuddle Me Love Body Pillow. She's an entrepreneur, a mentor, number one best-selling author, keynote speaker, breast cancer survivor, humorous, create, creator, producer, TV, and radio personality, and the host of, you're going to like this, I'm Crazy, But You Can't Lock Me Up podcast. So her theme for the day and what we're going to talk about is what to do when your cookie crumbles, basically when stuff gets real, when everything goes wrong around you. I'm very fortunate. I scheduled this surgery. This was to improve a problem in my life. And yet there are a lot of people who all of a sudden stuff goes wrong and we never know when that's going to happen for us. So first and foremost, everybody, please welcome. Can I call you? Do I call you Whoopi? I would love you to call me Whoopi. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Whoopi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm glad to hear that you're recovering well. Thank you. Where are you located? I'm in Greer, South Carolina, upstate South Carolina. Beautiful. I was born in Manning, South Carolina and grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, so wow. I'm very, very familiar with the area. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. what a beautiful part of the world. How far are you, real quick, how far are you from Greenwood? Greenwood, I'm probably about 40 minutes. Greenville, I'm about 20 minutes. Well, if I continue to mend well, I'm coming to Greenwood in a little less than a month for my brother's wedding. Oh, nice. Yes. Yes. I want to just jump in and ask you, tell me about the body pillow. Oh, my goodness. So in 2017, I was diagnosed with the breast cancer. And three weeks into radiation, I got a divorce. So number one, you have to forgive people for their, their weaknesses, right? You can't hold on to something that, that they're challenged with. My main concern was that I- I'm sorry. Can I just pause there? Yeah. Let's let that land. You were diagnosed with breast cancer. Yes. Major traumatic life experience. Then divorce how soon after? Three weeks into radiation. Wow. All right. So you have certainly had a story. Please proceed. Thank you. Yeah. You know, but Will, just like your show, no complaints, out of tragedy comes treasures. Mm. And because he wasn't there to hold me at night, which is really what I wanted to be held and told everything was going to be okay, I went ahead and I created a body pillow that comforted me every single night. Well, I wasn't planning on going into the pillow business. However, Um, I wrote about this pillow in my book because when we understand that you could replace something, maybe not a hundred percent, but enough for you to be able to get through whatever it is you're getting through. Well, that's a gift. And, um, 
that's what the body pillow did. So here I am, I'm speaking on my stages. I'm a motivational, inspiring uh, uh, speaker and um, sharing the journey with the breast cancer, sharing the solution I had for being held at night, which was the Cuddle Me Love body pillow. And I got off stage. Will everybody wanted this pillow that was not created yet. <laughs> was not created yet. So I went ahead and I uh, went into production. And now the Cuddle Me Love body pillow is helping people not only for emotional support, but also for many health challenges, medical challenges, the knee, the hip, the head, the heart, everything. So there are thousands of people now that are comforted all over the world with the Cuddle Me Love body pillow. So when you're having any kind of challenges, you don't have to have any more challenges with your comfort. I got you covered. <laughs> Tell us the URL for the pillow. CuddleMeLove.com. CuddleMeLove.com. And for, you know, it's interesting because never heard of a body pillow before until know, 30 years ago. And then all of a sudden they exploded on the scene and um, never tried one, but it seems like a wonderful thing to oh, try, you know? You would love it, Will. You would love it. <laughs> well, let's get into uh, some of the, the things I wanted to ask you. And that was, do you credit purely the creation of the body pillow as the turnaround after the, the cancer and the divorce and everything? Or were there other resources or tools that you applied? You know, we have to, number one, I credit a lot of my, my, um, my healing was the body pillow emotionally as well as physically. Absolutely. But I also, every morning I'm listening to high inspiration of life, right? Of how to get through things, of not to feel victimized. Like your show, your show is so inspiring to so many people because it helps them get out of bed and go and do things, right? You're the reason that people get up in the morning to be able to say, I can survive this day. No matter what is going on in my life, I can take ownership and responsibility of turning around what is challenging me in the day. And I became a really great advocate of that because I cannot move forward and help others if I haven't gone through it myself. So I'm a firm believer that everything that we go through is for you, not to you. Live life on purpose and realize that everything has a message. It's how are you literally, you know, um, digesting the message and then how are you projecting your message? It's important. So, so you were on stages before you went through all of this. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people tend to think of us motivational speakers, which is where I fall as well. Uh, they tend to think of us as uh, naturally effervescent, buoyant, never having to work at it. Um, that that charged battery they see on stage is us all the time. And yet you touched on something earlier, and that is the importance of taking in positive stuff, taking in positive stuff. Could you give us some examples of things that you like to take in to help you vibe at a good level? Absolutely. So first of all, when I start my morning, the first one I thank is God for opening my eyes. 
The second thing I do is I turn on my music. Whatever that music is that I feel like waking up to and starting my day off with positivity, good vibration, and I start dancing in bed as I'm stretching. I do not listen to the news until I am up, dressed, and ready for my day. And the only reason why I listen to the news today is because the world is moving so fast. I just want to make sure that I am standing in this world doing what I have to do on this day. So the way that we wake up in the morning and the way that we put our feet down on the floor is very, very important. And the way that we go to sleep at night is very, very important. What are we doing in between our waking and our sleeping is very, very important. And who are we surrounding ourselves with? You know, if you're with doom and gloom, you're going to be doom and gloom. But if you're with Will in the morning, well, then you're going to have a great start, aren't we? (laughs) I used to be in radio decade when I was in my 20s and early 30s. And there was a guy who did the morning show and he was number one and everybody loved him. And someone once described his voice as rainbows and sunshine. And that's what you want in the morning is rainbows and sunshine. And you're right. Um, There are people that we really need to steer clear of and out of their, it's not their fault because it is in my work, you know, people complain for five reasons. Get attention is one of the main reasons. They're simply wanting to connect with you. And what they don't realize is that they're not only lowering your vibration down to their level, they're taking, it's like you're on two elevators that have now synced. I'm preaching here. I brought you on to talk. My apologies. I want to know about, go ahead, comment. What do you think about what I just said? Yeah, I think that you're absolutely right. You know, it's number one, um, who, who are you really surrounding yourself with? And if you wake up and you're already doom and gloom, think about what the rest of your day is going to be like. And I think about that quite often. There are mornings that when I wake up, we are human beings and we have real emotions as well. Here's the difference. And I believe I could speak for you as well, Will, is our mindset. It has been so programmed into living your best life being able to handle all the objectives, all the obstacles, being able to understand how to pause and instead of reacting to be able to respond. These are all things that um, I have learned well over the years. I invested in myself heavily with self-help. Zig Ziglar was one of my teachers, live and in person. Jim Rohn, one of my teachers, live and in person. Les Brown, one of my inspirers live and in person. So I may have not have gone to college. However, I came from the school of hard knocks, which brought me into going to the seminars, being able to surround myself with people that were hungry for better, hungry for more, and willing to do the work it takes to become what we need and what we want to be. It's Powerful so- stuff. It's so funny you say that because, again, this preconception that you, I, uh, um, how is it my yoga teacher puts it? I say, how are you doing today? And she says, full power. And I just like that. They think that we're that way all the time. And yet, 
You just name some of the people that I have listened to throughout my life, idolized. I, my, if, if this place caught on fire, I'm grabbing my autograph letter from Earl Nightingale and I'm running out with it. And you can start wherever you are. You just want to expose yourself to positivity, number one. And number two, you need to understand, because I caught myself yesterday, that the media has found that you watch longer when you're upset, enraged and engage, I call it. And so we want to avoid that because social media, even when you're searching for positive stuff, is going to look for little silly ways to to take you down that rabbit hole. It is so, so true, boy. Social media, whoo, it all depends yeah. on how you use it, right? If you go to any of my pages, you will never see anything negative. And I don't allow anything negative onto my page. That's where, that those are my little homes. I invite people to come to be inspired. And as I'm inspiring, I'm being inspired. The more people we help in life, the better our lives are. So whether you see me at Walmart, in the grocery store, at the gas station, I can guarantee you one thing. You're going to see me, Woody, Lindy Eldridge at all times. So it doesn't matter whether I'm on the stages or whether I'm on somebody's uh, television show, radio show, podcast. Who I am is who I am. Does that mean that I don't have challenges? Of course I have challenges, but I have learned how do I handle this challenge? And is there something that I could do right now at this time? Or am I waiting for part two or part three of what this challenge is? If I've already done my part and I've done everything that I can do to control what I can control, I have to release it. I cannot let it harbor on me or sit on me for the rest of my day. It will ruin the rest of my day. When you know, when you just let things just settle, sometimes the answers come much clearer than if we're trying so hard to figure it out and, and our emotions are so uptense and everything. You got to realize that sometimes it's just not worth it. It's just not. You're not vibrating with the universal energy of what it is that will attract and bring to you what you want. Yeah. We must be in that, which is hard, that relaxed state, which yeah. is a state of faith, because faith is pre -belie is is knowing something's going to happen, even in the evidence that it may not. And so I want to know about you've 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 authored and co-authored a number of books. Uh, yes. Share with everyone the, some of your books and uh, what led you to to write them. Oh, thank you so much. So in 2009, um, I wrote a book. It's called Tears of Fears Behind Closed Doors. It is my journey growing up in a very toxic, dark, abusive home. At the age of 18, I married who I thought was Mr. Prince Charming to take me out of my dark, abusive, toxic home, only to get married into a narcissistic, domestic violence nightmare. But, you know, out of tragedies comes treasures. And I believe that the reason that I had to write this book is, number one, to inspire others that no matter what you've been through, 
you could do something with it. And that's what that book is all about, because now I get to speak at different levels of schools, whether it's preschool all the way up to colleges and universities, middle school, high school, elementary school. You know why? Because I could relate to the children and how they feel. I don't talk about technology. I talk about the inner being. And in today's world, the suicide rate for children is way too high. So what is my purpose? To help them get through their challenges and their dark times, to help them believe that they're more than enough, right? Help them believe that they're more than enough. I became an entrepreneur in that time. And again, in the book, you're going to understand that. How did I do that without having to go to college? Because I was told I was too stupid growing up. I didn't have the, the brains if you will, to be able to study. And I guess I'm grateful for that because I did grow up in the school of hard knocks and I did invest in myself, but in my colleges and my seminars, going to the uplifting entrepreneurial uh, environments where there were other like-minded people that were as hungry as I was. So Tears of Fears Behind Closed Doors is my book of how to get out of your dark past safely. And more importantly, how do you use it? And then in before, 2000, and, oh, go ahead. Before you tell us about that, I, there's something that I just feel like I have to say if for nobody else other than myself. Yes. And that is that um, I'm not expecting anyone in my audience to, but I like the movie Deadpool. I know it's very violent. They could have toned the violence down, but there's an interesting concept in the movie. And that is that, You've got people who are in dire straits and they put them under extreme stress. And out of that, they mutate into some form of superhero. Mm. That's the premise. Okay. One of the things would be, I have noticed from myself, from you, from friends is that many, if not most of us who do what we do, and that is inspire audiences and people around the world. And I want your comment on this. Mm had some sort of abuse, neglect, challenge, et cetera, either early in life or later in life well, that really I, propelled them into that superhero status. Yes. Well, I, I have to take a two second break. I am so, so sorry. I don't mean to do this, but there is an emergency. Can I get all right. it? Okay. I'll be right back. Sure. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> so what do you think? That, that just came to me. I just absolutely could not believe that. Um, thinking about it, and I'm going to put this on the page here if you want to comment on it. And it's that if we look at our lives as heroes' journeys, as um, Joseph Campbell's hero, the, the, the hero's journey, the hero always encounters a really, really difficult time in their life that they must overcome. The hero is always on a journey somewhere. It doesn't have to necessarily be uh, a physical journey. It can be an emotional journey. And so what do you think about that idea? Um, I'm mentoring a couple of speakers right now, as many of you know, and one of the things that I've discovered about them and what has drawn them to want to go to the stage, one of them was an e enormously successful executive from Dubai making millions of dollars a year who suffered an, a strange stroke. The guy was an athlete and he suffered a stroke and has come back from that. 
And another is uh, a man who suffered an illness as well. So it seems like sometimes to bring out the superhero in us, we need to go through those really, really challenging times in our in our lives. So drop in a comment if you would like to, and tell me what you think about this idea. By the way, one of the things that inter- that interested me was when I was in China, I was talking with my translator the first time we were there. I was just asking about cultural things. And we went into a store. And while we were in the store, it was like a convenience store. And while we were in the convenience store, I asked, you know, about Chinese superheroes. And she said, there are no Chinese superheroes. And I said, why not? And she said, because we consider it a bad thing to stand out. Americans consider it a great thing to stand out. But here in China, we have a saying, the nail that stands up gets hammered down. Anyway, that was a long looping thing so that we could allow <laughs> we'll be to have her moment and it's okay. No need to explain. Just let's pick up. So Woo! good to have you back. I'm glad Thank we have you. the technology and go ahead. You know, sometimes life just bites you. So you just got to go take care of you. So thank you so much. For I that. get it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I used to, I used to do live radio. So tell me what I posted a comment in the comments section for those of you who are wanting to purchase one of her body pillows. And I also put in there, make sure you notice you get a discount and a free carrying case in the United States only. Cause I know we have people all over the world. If you put in the coupon or the discount code jumpstart hugs, that's two words, correct? Yep. Jumpstart hugs. All right. So as you can see up here in the corner, jumpstart hugs. So I did want to ask you more about uh, the, the other book the, uh, to tell us about more of your books. So give us, give us an, uh, more information about that, please. Okay. So tears of fears behind closed doors are for all that are having challenges being treated poorly but realizing that you can make something of that. My other book, which came out in 2017, 2018, is called Squeeze My Tatas. You're only one mammogram away from knowing. And it was my journey with the breast cancer. It was my journey getting through being a caretaker of my very abusive mom, who is known all over the world as Hurricane Francis, and also the divorce. And there's a workbook in back of it for a positive mindset. I went through a lot. My, that was my tornado year. And, you know, again, just like you said, Will, people think that we wake up and we may float on this magical cloud. And that's not true. It's just the way that we process things that are different. And for me to be able to forgive my father. That's key. Right? That is key. I have a friend who is going through, as you're talking about this, I'm like, oh my God, you're describing my friend. Cancer and then divorce, or in her case, divorce, and then very shortly after, serious cancer. And it's amazing what it's brought out of her in a positive, positive, positive way. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's all how we process it. It really is. So, all right. And that doesn't mean that you don't cry and you don't have other emotions. That's not what that means. It means that you've learned how to go ahead and pause and put everything in its right perspective categories to handle it. 
Yes. And in my understanding of what you've been saying, not only that, but to move forward into a more life way, a, uh, a more positive way, an increase, which is never a bad thing, a life yeah. of increase. Yeah. And, but what that did, it brought me onto the medical stages now, right? I'm able to get on the medical stages and share my story. I'm able to get in front of women and, and women's events to share my story so they understand if I could do it, so can you. I was very broken at one time, very, very broken, but it took me to the ability to work on myself and to know the right mentors to attract myself to and become a student of theirs. And I'm 61 years old and I will always be a student of life. Always be a student of life. I'm 62 and I'm right there with you. There you go. Congratulations. So if people were to say, you know what, I want to get uh, one of her books, which one would you recommend would be a great launching point? Because people ask me that. They say, yeah. which of your books? And I say, A Complaint-Free World. Read that. that. And so what What would yours, what would your touchstone book be? Well, you know, it, it all depends on what you're going through in life, doesn't it? So if you're going through, look, domestic violence is out there. It's 80% of the world. And I know that there are many, 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 many women and girls that could really relate and grow from that book. If you're dealing with the medical challenges of the breast cancer, maybe it's not you. Maybe you're, you're helping somebody through it the breast cancer book. And I've also co-authored in many books. I've co-authored in uh, the CEO playbook. I've co-authored in so many different books. So I want, I want the people, I want your audience to realize that number one, they're more than enough. They're more than enough. They have everything that they need to be able to have the abundant life that they choose that they want to have. And that's what it is. It's a choice. So whether you want to, you want to call me, you want to have a free consultation, I'd be more than happy to help you through the challenges that you're having. Because if it wasn't for somebody helping me, I couldn't help you. And it really is the line of inspiration as we go. When I leave this earth, I must leave completely empty. And if the body pillow is the healing point for so many people, for all different challenges, right? All different medical challenges, then that was a blessing. And that was one of the purposes that I had to get a divorce and I had to have the breast cancer. But I'm breast cancer free. I'm a single woman. I'm happy. I'm good. It doesn't mean I'm not lonely at times but I'm good. Awesome. awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. You've been very inspiring and I so appreciate you oh. taking this time to share with everybody. Well, Wibby, I always like to conclude these because the way I found you is I have a guy who looks at other speakers who speak at similar events to me. And then he recommends, he says, well, if you've got something valuable to share, I'll bet they do too. He researches you. and everything. So I always like to ask, where are you headed next? Do you know? Oh, where am I headed next? You know, the world is moving so fastly, so fastly. Listen to my language, right? Um, where am I headed? Where the sun takes me. So do you have a speaking event planned? I'm going to D.C. on the 26th. So, yeah, so just curious. And then Dallas oh, that's on the so 27th. Wonderful. So. Yeah. I'm, you know, there's still a lot of Zoom meetings going on. Got it. Um, I am doing some events here in Greenville, South Carolina. I also go to the assisted livings 
and I do a pocket full of joy with our seniors. Awesome. When I had to become a caretaker of my mom, I learned so much about the last chapter of life. And again, which brought me into now being able to go into the assistant livings and playing with the seniors doing a pocket full of joy. We dance, we sing, we do memory games. It's so much fun. I'm going to close with what Wooby said earlier. It doesn't happen to you. It happens yes. for you. Approach life in that way. And everything that comes your way is a blessing. Whoopi, thank you so much. Tell everybody in South Carolina, another cottonmouth says, hey. I sure will. Thank you so much, Will. You are a blessing to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. All right, everybody. Enjoy today. Look forward. We'll have another exciting interview tomorrow. No more, no more complaining people. Their lives are changing. We're flying high. Complain free world, no more, no more complaining people, their lives are changing, we're flying high, creating a complaint.